Nerds International proudly presents Epsilon City. The year is 2030X. The city is a backlit nightmare of flickering LCDs, spray paint, massive unemployment, and whacked out chrome heads. This bustling metroplex is riddled with addicts high on second life wetware, hackers plugging data cables into their cyberware, and runners disemboweling corporate security on rooftops. And between it all, a marketing company. Laser Wolf Marketing. A company where the CEOs party so hard their interns have to cover up their heinous and disgusting acts. These poor interns have become known as the Dirt Boys. This story is about them. Welcome, dear listener, to Dirt Boy Blues. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are doing a new actual play. This is Cyber Sprawl Classics, a mod for DCC, which changes it into a cyberpunk futuristic game. Yes. Ooh, changes oh it. Magic. I know it's magic. I don't know how they do it, Nick, but uh, you, we're going to get into that now. So, we've installed some dodgy neon lights. We have, and uh, we've installed some uh, corrupted <laughs> people. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what I was going to say, but that's fine. So, Nick, who are you playing today? Hello, I'm Nick, and I will be playing Dry Ice. Okay, so let's have a little bit of backstory about Dry Ice. Dry Ice, formerly Gus Richer, wasn't always at the bottom of the pack. He used to earn good woolongs back when he worked for Blue Jolt Cola. See, Blue Jolt are one of the biggest corporations in Epsilon City, and they pay huge W's for good metaverse security, and Gus was able to provide. When it comes to all things metaverse, Gus was hot shit, if such a term can be used to describe a nerd who until recently shared a bedroom with his mum. You see, Gus was practically raised by the metaverse. Bullied at school, on the streets and on the bus and often by his mum, Gus retreated to the comfortable realm of metaverse forums, where he'd argue about the latest episode of Doctor Who or call people fags for using the wrong kind of graphics card. But more importantly, it was in that virtual land of wireframe cities, MMORPGs and memes that Gus learned to code, to hack and pretty much to do anything illicit. He was a natural, it seemed because within a few months, he decided to try his hand at hacking into a local electronics retailer. He didn't do much, just crowbarred his way in through a window, jacked into their mainframe, turned the alarms off, and stole a brand new Milnick Shikaku cyberdeck. He was addicted at this point. Every time he needed something, he'd just sneak in at night, jack into their shit, disable all defensive countermeasures, and bingo, he was like a kid in a candoid shop. But Gus was clever enough to know that this couldn't go on forever. He'd be caught eventually. So that's when he applied for Blue Jolt Cola. He applied for a relatively low position, but after they saw what he could do, he was in charge of revamping their whole metaverse security. Of course, to know what needs revamping though, you have to test it. And he did. He came across some files. Email conversations among the execs about Blue Jolt killing off trade union executives. This could be worth millions, no, billions, if he sold it on the black market. Well, he was sold, bracing himself. He looked around his surroundings in the metaverse. No DCs around as far as he could see, nobody watching him. He grabbed the file and began a copying program. The file had some kind of encryption. 
he was immediately jump-shocked out of the verse, and the alarms were sounding all around him. He'd been jump-shocked before, during his practice days, but this one was bad. Really bad. Any minute, he knew he was going to pass out, so he headed for the nearest window and jumped. Awaking a few minutes later, covered in Epsilon City brand bin juice and feeling like he'd been punched in the brain, Gus hopped out of the dumpster and ran. He ran to the nearest cyberware surgeon and spent every penny he had on a new face. And that's when Gus became dry ice. So that's him. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> and James, who will you be playing today? Hello, it's James here, and I'll be playing um, Jason Steele McKenzie. Wow, what a voice, man. So if there are any ladies listening, I think they've just fainted. Um, so yeah, let, let's, uh, let's have a little bit of backstory about him. Jason McKenzie is better known by his stage name, Steele. You see, he's a famous drone racer, and a bloody good one at that. But of course, considering he now works at a marketing company as an intern, this tale isn't all trophies and champagne. Back when Steele was riding that drone racing wave like it was never going to end, when the coke, women and booze were flowing like Epsilon City's sewage system, Steele was winning every race, top of this league, that league, ground drones, hover drones, battle leagues, drag races, you name it, he had the trophy. But you see, even when you have as much money as he had, well, let's put it this way, cocainum is an expensive habit. And when the electro letters and emails started to come in with red writing saying final payment this and debt collection that and his trophies started getting repossessed, even the shitty corporate brand deals and TV ads wouldn't pay the money he owed. So Steele got involved with some bad men. When the bank wouldn't loan him no more money, he went to the Yakuza and when inevitably he couldn't pay the Yakuza back, he managed to convince them to let him live but in exchange they wanted a favour. His next race, he had to throw it. He had to lose on purpose. Then the Yakuza would bet on the other guy. It all went to plan, of course. He was flying through the course, every corner perfect. His reflexes honed to precision perfection. Then, during a difficult upturn through an elevator shaft, he steered the drone into a wall, watching it explode into little bits of plastic and metal. The trouble with all of this, however, is while the Yakuza wore off his back, the metaverse and the media weren't. Drone racing nerds and media outlets would later analyse the footage to ridiculous degrees, including the part where you clearly see Steel intentionally steer the fucking thing into a wall. Steel was screwed. Career over. He was thereby banned from the sport forever, and it was time to get a normal job again. Time to get off the cocainum and the booze and live more humbly. That's when he saw an ad for a job at Laser Wolf Marketing. An intern position. The pay was dog shit, but it was either that or the streets. Biff. That's, that's him. There that's he just, is. That is Steel McKenzie for you. So, no no, uh, no. previously, nothing like that. Let's just get straight into the actual play, shall oh, we? Oh, I can't wait. It is a Friday morning in Epsilon City, 
and as you, Dry Ice and Steel Mackenzie, stand on the 11th floor of Laser Wolf Marketing's massive headquarters, you can see many besuited employees laying back in their chairs, feet on desks, smoking expensive Omni vapes, or using rare and exotic cyberware noses to snort huge piles of cocainum as they talk into their video phones. They're making deals. Big marketing deals with companies like Mega Disney, Blue Jolt Cola, and Thetalink. It's a far cry from your rat den in the basement where all the wage slaves are packed in like cheap lab ham. And the worst thing of all, you guys are on the bottom rung, even for the low level guys, your dirt boys, interns, the guys the execs push around. And the execs know they can do it because it's either this or live out in the barrens and get your face bitten off by the whackheads, the sewer ghouls or some cyber psycho razor kid. As is usual for any day of the week however, You've been called to the office of one of Laser Wolf's biggest execs, Nathan Breckett. He's your boss, and he uses you two for everything, to get his drugs, to clean up his mistakes, or if he just needs someone to kick. You stand, as I said, on the 11th floor and are outside his office. You know he doesn't like to be kept waiting. Mac, I think you better knock. Um, it doesn't... Uh, you know the boss doesn't look like, like the look at me. I'll go behind you because because the boss hates me. Yeah, I think I hate you a bit as well, but um, <clears throat> look, let's leave our petty differences aside and just work, okay? I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here, but it is what it is, okay? Right here. Yeah. Give me a migraine. Just knock on the door. I'll give you a fucking migraine in a minute. You knock on the door, and then you hear a voice from within. It says, "Come in." Hello, boss. Entering the office, you see that it's raining this morning. The neon lights of Epsilon City distort and warp through the snakes of drizzle running down the glass. There's a glowing neon pink sign on the building opposite that promises cheap cheese-like substances for ten woolongs. It flickers constantly. That sign has never worked properly in the seven months that both of you have worked here. Nathan looks at you both as his desk creaks under the weight of his gigantic fat legs. His red glowing cyber eye regards you, Ice, while his human eye watches Steel. He is drinking some kind of liquor from a bottle, although the label appears to have been fiddled with and torn. A good glob of the brown liquid drops down his chin and onto his mostly unbuttoned shirt as he removes the bottle from his lips. You can see the drips absorb into his thick chest hair. Next to his desk, there's an abundance of needles in a waste paper bin, most of which contain a few milligrams of viscous blue liquid. Although the room is decorated with all manner of lavish gadgetry like automatic cupboards, drink cabinets, and a cathode ray monitor the size of a boat, the smell of guff is unbelievable. Hygiene is not Nathan Breckett's strong suit. As you stand before him, he begins to speak. Morning, fuckfaces. I have a question for you. Uh, a bit rude, but carry on. Not it, not Sorry, it. a bit what? Sorry, sir. Steel? Uh, what have I told you about talking... Before I've said to talk. Sorry, sir. Did I say to say sorry? Just nod. Right, just exactly. Nod. Just nod. <clears throat> right, didn't now, mean it, boss. He didn't mean it. Now say sorry. S sorry. Good. I have a right mind to fling a hot, hot cup of coffee over you. <clears throat> I mean... <clears throat> right, actually, actually, after this, after this meeting, go and make me a cup of coffee so I can fling it over you. Prick. You interminable prick. Look what you've done. Pissed him off already. And you! It's ice! Uh, morning, morning. That's, that's quite enough from you, you're whispering, you little whispering little nerd. Understood. Why don't you go and play your little games with your goblins on your computer, you... 
yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Um, sorry, boss, sorry. Right. So as I said, here's the question. What's the worst thing about Gary Busey? Uh, nothing. Every, everything. Uh oh. Wrong. Wrong. There is a right answer. I'll allow you one more guess before I get steel to make two cups of coffee. Um, um, there's not enough of him to go around. By God. W were you raised in a barn? No, actually, I was raised somewhere else. You're an idiot. You're an absolute fucking idiot. Right, the worst thing about Gary Busey is his musical career, obviously. Oh. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Uh, so, oh, okay. so Gary Busey's agents have contacted us, and it turns out that he's making a new album of music. And, and it's just bloody awful. It really is bloody awful. Okay? And if you don't know what ham-boning is... Uh, is it, is it like sexual, sir? No, oh, it's, uh, uh, it can be in the right context, but oh, it's where you slap your body and make strange noises. And Gary Busey's made a, a two-hour concept album of nothing but ham-boning. And uh, he right. wants us to market it. Right. And the thing is, if people give us money... How are we going to say no? So, we came up with an idea. It doesn't have to be about the album, as long as the launch party is good enough. If we do a legendary launch party and everyone hears about the album, they don't have to hear the music. Right. This is the part where you say I'm a genius. Oh, You're yes. a genius, boss. I know. I know. So, um... So we organise a big lodge party. You organise a party? Okay. <laughs> Ice, you couldn't organise a cat. Uh-oh. <laughs> True, I I've never been to a party. Do we get to go? What do you think? Yes? No. Oh. The launch party has to be the best launch party since sliced bread-like wheat-based food substance. And to do that, it needs to be cool. And no, I don't mean the type of cool you dreckheads are into with your little goblins and your sad little wank magazines. I mean, like, cool like 11th floor cool. Right. So we need something, shall we say, highly illegal. Right. I can do illegal, yeah. You know how the government has, like, these this ban on, oh, you can't have more than 50% of your body be cyberware? Yeah. yeah. Well... That's only if you go through legal means. So, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, get a backstreet cyberware surgeon along to the party, and we'll give out cyberware. Let people go beyond the beyond the realms of what is legal. Or, there, you guys have heard about that new drug that's been hitting the street, mist. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, mm, yeah, that's good. It's really good stuff. Have you had some? Of, of course, I've bloody had some. Do you have some? Mm, shut up. Oh. You know, shouldn't be doing drugs on the job. No, they're, they're I just, illegal. I was just, you know, sort of gonna. I wanted to just sort of sample it to see what. All the Shut whack, up! All the whack was. About. Shut up, uh, Ice. Can you make sure he doesn't ever speak again? Understood, sir. Thank you. Right. So the choice is yours. Go out there, get either one of these things, and uh, bring them back. And uh, oh, by the way, the launch party is tomorrow, and we need either a truckload of mist. Or we need a Blackstreet cyberware surgeon, man. By tomorrow? Uh, yes. Right. What, what time's party start? Around ten. Right. But morning or, or, or night? Of course morning. What's oh, wrong with you? Okay. 
Okay. What's Gary Buse's new album called, out of interest? Not that I like it or anything. Um, the album's just called Gary Busey. It's self-titled. And there are actually 13 songs on the album also called Gary Busey. It's quite brilliant, really. I mean, oh, no, terrible. it really isn't. No. Look, and actually... you released one of them before. I'll play you a sample of it. It's really bad. Okay. You see him grab a cassette tape from in his desk and put it into the hi-fi system. The noise that comes out is some of the worst guff you've ever heard in your life. It's literally a man slapping and stomping on the ground while making all manner of screeching and yelping noises. Is he alright? He's absolutely certain that he's not all right. Uh, anyway, can you stop infecting my office with your with your uh, what, what, what do you call it? No, personalities. Oh, oh. Right. Right, get out there and get the job done. I've got stuff to do. Understood. Understood. Sir. Uh, do we do we get any uh uh uh, uh what what they call it now um uh like like a budget to get stuff or, or are we are we putting it on the uh... look uh, well i'll give you a thousand woolongs to get oh. the drugs but if i if i spy even even uh, 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 if i see you spending that anywhere else can i look after money i don't think you should look after money son uh, why we only spend it on tech wouldn't you no no well there's no way i'm giving it to you still i've seen the papers well, no, look, look, if there's anything I'm good at, it's buying drugs. What? Actually, you're right. You have it. Here you go. Oh, fine. So, promotion? I've noticed, to... I've noticed that you're still in here. Yeah. Okay. That is a problem. That is a problem that needs solving. Actually, submission, get out of my office. Do we have to do the submission now? Yes, within oh. the next ten seconds, or you'll be fired. Yep, yeah, okay. Out of a cannon. We're gone, we're gone. Come on. Come on, steal. I guess he didn't want that coffee then. <laughs> Fuck. You're, you're a dick. So you leave Nathan's office and are now stood in around the offices in uh, the 11th floor. We need to get a cyber dock. Or some fagging drugs. Ain't drugs like kind of uh, notoriously difficult to get hold of because it's dangerous? Drug dealers and all. I suppose it'd be notoriously difficult for someone like you. But, I've not uh, done a drug before. Right, well, uh, probably, like, you know, when you're playing your little games and then something happens and yeah. you're all happy about it. Oh, yeah, like, like when you complete a level, like in a, in a, in a record know. score. When you win. Oh, yeah, I like winning. Yeah, it's like that, but like, imagine that, but, but all over your body. Ooh. Really? Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that's good. Look, I, I, I've got a bit of a volatile personality. Well, so. I won't be passing you any of these. No, just... perhaps not, no. No? No. Right, where do you think the best place to go? Actually, I don't know what I'm asking you, you won't. Well, I think the best place to get drugs from would be from the drug shop. Oh, yeah, 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 the pharmaceutical place, yeah, that, that sends it, that's only sells legal stuff. Oh, they not sell the, the, ba the bads, no? Well, no. Right, okay. Basically, we need to find the darkest, dankest bit of town. Right. right, find the bloke that's in there looking shady. That's our man. He'll be the miss, man. Uh, look, you do the talking, all right? Of and, course you fucking will. And, I, and I'll, uh, I'll do the looking. Right, you'll be my lookout. Let's be off. Look, uh, all right, yeah, let's be off. Can I grab a coffee before we go? Fuck oh, yeah, oh, no. oh, oh. Is that all right? <laughs> Yeah, 
you head down in the elevators and through the bright <laughs> you head down in the elevators through the brightly lit marble lined reception ever manned by margaret the receptionist hardwired to her desk's computer by neural link something the execs insisted on she's here 24 hours a day every day she doesn't have a choice although sometimes mentally she does appear to be somewhere else morning margaret morning margie that plant on desk seems to have died, Marjorie. Oh, yes. Don't worry, it's a hologram, you. Sort out in a minute. <laughs> Just needs a little update. You head out of the 11-storey black building's doors and through the corp districts, the cold rain batting down on your heads. You walk past all manner of towering skyscrapers and shivering homeless people, arguing over who gets the spot under the doorways. Rusting, dented and graffitied Epsilon City propaganda bots spout the day's heavily edited news at you as you sidle past their hulking forms. And you see cop cars speeding round corners, lights on, sirens blaring, ready to get to whatever murder has happened that day. A typical Friday morning. After a long walk out of the more built-up areas of the city, you make it to the Barrens. The big city looming at your back. The Barrens are the type of place you end up when everything in your life has gone to dreck. Only the rejects, hoses, and real never people live down in these parts. It's essentially a swamp with ramshackle corrugated iron huts squelched into the less swampy parts. You stand at the periphery, looking over this archipelago of poverty, your shirts sodden with rainwater, and spy the weather-beaten faces of the downtrodden at the windows of the makeshift homes. They each eye you with suspicion, some of them smoking cigarettes, some of them leaning tiredly up against the windows, or some seated, turning to regard you, a heavy frown adorning their brows. Seems like a place. It, it drekking reeks here. <laughs> no disrespect. None taken. Not to you, you donut. I meant it her over there. Oh, sorry. Like she's spying us, right? Tight like. Do you mind distracting her? I was like, a little peep down here to right. see the fella. Uh, morning, love. Fuck you, one. We're, lo we're looking for the drugman. Fucking hell, no, don't do that. I mean, the, 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 we're looking for the... Uh, what are we looking for? Look, do you know any surgeons? You see that this woman is ageing, missing most of her front teeth and one of her arms. She wears filthy khaki combat trousers and ancient torn t-shirts that has the word Dreamcast written on the front. What do you mean a fucking drugman? I, I meant surgeon. I'm looking for some, uh, surgery. Are you fucking mental? Yes. He is, actually, yeah. Right, so you want to buy drugs, is it? Well, we want to buy drugs and or employ a cyber surgeon. You think this is the type of place where you can do sur <coughs> surgery? Oh, this stinks. Oh, thank you very much. Real charming. You come down here asking me for information, you say I stink. No, no, it didn't mean you. You stink. Yeah. He meant his attitude. I mean your aura. I mean your aura. Right, fuck off, you oh. pair of cunts. And she walks back into her hut, slamming the door behind her. <laughs> right, that went, could have gone better. Right, look, from now on, I suppose I'll talk to the digi dandies, right? Okay, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, you keep your mouth spent until, like, I call upon you, right? Okay, understood. Yeah, I want to walk a bit further down, see if I can find a shady fella. Give me a perception roll. Three. You see that everyone looks around the, the same level of shadiness. <laughs> Can you spy any? Because they all kind of meld into one. It's been a little while since I've been down one of these places and they all just, don't know, look the same in a minute. So what do you do then? Do you have to like, like do, do a wink or, or something? Is it like a, a drug wink? Like, I, no. I need some, like, like, 
drugs. You know when you pick up a game from a shop, uh, it's pretty much the exact same transaction. I normally steal them if I'm if I'm completely honest. But you've bought a game once. I refuse to to pay for stuff that should be free. I quite like that motto. Right, look, have a peep for me. I'm Can looking. He, look, he, he looks said, shady. Look at him. He only yeah, got one leg. But so does he. He's shady. She's shady. That's shady. As you as you glance around, you see about twenty people that have only got one leg. Uh, right. So it it is is losing a leg a sign that you're a drug dealer? Is that how they do it? No, no, no. Usually, no. usually, actually, the dealers look a bit better, but they're more shadier. Shadier. The shadier, but they're a bit bit of nick because they've got more scriller. So what about if we just tell them that we got loads of work? No, maybe not. No, don't do that. No. <laughs> Yeah, just give it away. I've got nothing well on us. Uh, Don't steal it. All right, I tell you what. What does it? What does someone that looks like they need drugs do? Oh, uh, if they need them badly, and I pretend to be like that. Well, actually, you're ready fit the part. Oh. Just take that fucking that hat off. No, it's my safety helmet. Keeps my brain in place. Right, look, look. Should I shake or something? Is that something that they do? Yeah, walk ahead of me. Shake for a oh, bit. All right. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a personality roll. Let's see how well that goes. 13. Everyone starts eyeing you with massive suspicion as you walk around shaking like an absolute monk. And then this one guy comes up to you and he, he, he's, he's got like an eye patch, teeth falling out. He's covered in dirt and grime and muck with this big trench coat on. And he walks up and he, he, he looks at you and he just goes, Oh, I see. I see how it is. You're in. <laughs> I've got the drug shakes. Yeah, I know how it is, brother. I know how it is. Yeah, we all been on hard times once in a while. That's how we all end up in this fuckhole down here. You know? Yeah. We, yeah. Yeah, I know how it is, brother. You want to go and see Raptor over in that, in that hut over there? Raptor. Raptor. He, he's got what you need. He's got what you need, brother. What's he, what's he got, actually, specifically? Do you know? He's got what you need, brother. He's got what you need, and he gives uh, he gives Ice a reassuring pat on the back. Thanks, mate. No worries, brother. You Ra- get what you need. You get what you need. Raptor, he's, is it? Yeah, Raptor. He's a, he's, he's a good bloke. He's Raptor, and he points over to this hut, and you can see that this hut is uh, quite a fair bit bigger than the others. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna usher dry Ice. I'm gonna sort of put my hand on his back and like push him ahead of me. Thanks, brother. No worries, mate. Right, let's see Raptor then. You guys are walking over to Raptor's hut. You can see, as I said, that it's bigger than most. From the outside, you can see the corrugated iron sheets have been doubled over each other in an attempt to fortify it, and they've been riveted in place. Next to the front door, you also spy a button, probably a doorbell of some variety, and a somewhat clean CCTV camera whose lens appears to follow you as you walk up. One thing you also know about the hut is that it's windowless, and as you approach, you hear a voice from a speaker on the camera. Um, drugs. I got the, the drug shakes. Oh bloody hell, you look like you need this stuff pretty bad. Yeah. And you hear a click from behind the door, and you see the door open just a crack as it swings ever so slightly on its hinges. I'll push it open uh, the rest of the way. As you push it open, you're assaulted by the smell of mould, and entering the hut, you see black climbing damp climbing up each corner of the hut. 
On the floor, beside the door, you can see a large crate filled with tiny spray bottles. Reaching around the whole perimeter, however, is a mass of dirty tubes, grimy vats and beakers which catch then pour various liquids into other areas of the jungle of lab equipment. All automated by various rusted robotics and machine parts which are wired to a vast glowing computer at the back of the hut. Sitting at the computer, his back to you, is a man, a hulking brute, his hair is patchy, he wears a battered leather jacket with a snake insignia on the back, the, the collar barely fitting around his thick neck. As he types on the computer, you see if his massive arms move swiftly over the keys, like two leather-wrapped slabs of doner meat with hands on the end. Raptor, is it? Hang on. Sorry. He continues to type for a second, before finishing, tapping a button and turning to face you on a cheap, mangled office chair. You see now that this man's skin is severely diseased. The bits that still remain are green, blue or purple and the caverns and weeping sores caused by whatever sickness he has are all bright red. If he wasn't moving and talking right now, you'd have a lot of trouble believing that this man was alive. He looks at you, bearing jagged metallic teeth. Come on then, slot and run. I ain't got all day. Right, we need... Is that, is that a drug? Slot and run? It's not, it's the transaction shut up. Oh, right, right. Well, we need, uh, how much mist you got? I've got as much mist as you can pay for, my friend. Now let's talk business. Yep, so about, about nine, 800 woolongs worth. Yeah. How many bottles are that again? Yeah, see that crate over there? Yep. Yeah, but take about an handful out of that. And then you have what, what the rest of the crate. It's a handful out, but then keep the crate, yeah? Yeah, keep the crate. So How much for the crate? The whole crate? Yeah. Well, probably, uh, carry the one, uh, about 1,200 woolongs for that crate. I'll do you a deal. Or do me a deal, right? I'm the one who makes the deals around here, son. Look at him, he's shaking, though. He needs desperate. <laughs> Look. Whatever situation your bell's going to, right? If he's got too strung out on these things and he needs it desperately, that ain't my fault. How much do you want? Well, I'm thinking I might take half of that. 500. Is that alright? 500 woolongs? And then buy a 600. Five. Five. Uh, you got any longs? What? You, you know what? what I mean, I've got my own personal ones. Look, if we want to do a good job, we got to we got to do a good job. Yeah, you should probably do a good job. Look, I'm look, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm not that flush. All right, I've got fifteen fucking woolongs. Did I just hear correctly? Your friend over there just said he's got fifteen woolongs. How much you you expected to buy an old crate for fifteen woolongs? No, 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 no. You people are a joke. Get out. Oh, oh, Raptor, wait, no, you misunderstood us. I mean, I mean, I've, I've only got 15, but my, my friend here, Steel, he's got, he's got, he's got tons. Don't say my bloody name. Right, uh, Bill, my mate, Hang Bill. Hang a minute. What? Steel. No. You're that, you're that drone racer. Well, yeah, I mean. Bloody hell, you ain't aged well. <laughs> Thanks. Crashy, crashy, am I right? Oh, match fixing. Times are tough, aren't they now, Steel? You were a drone racer, you didn't tell me that. Look, I tried to keep it under wraps. But my, 
Nine precedes me, obviously. Well, am I supposed to? Sorry, look, Raptor. Look, seeing it as he's uh, on our times, can you can you can you help us out as well? Give me a personality roll. <gasps> Eight. Still might have been one of the best drone racers there ever was. And I have to admit, it was fucking funny seeing him trying to fix that fucking match. Seeing him crash that drone into that wall. I, I was cracking up when I watched that bloody thing. But I don't do discounts. Not for a drone racer. Not for a bloody king. I've got a thousand woolongs. Let's get what we can get. We'll take crap. Take the old crate. As I mentioned, let's... 1200 woolongs. Right, I'll take the handful out then, won't I? Right, good. Leave that on the side. Alright, now you dig your hands into this crate of mist and uh, put a fistful on the side. And now, the rest of the crate um, belongs to you. It's quite large, however, and you are going to need to carry it all the way back to the offices. Um, I don't suppose you've got a blanket or something we could uh, use? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. Have you got a trolleyoid as well? Uh, you want you want a trolley and a blanket? Uh, yeah, I've got both of those things, and I will happily sell them to you for six hundred woolongs. Shit! Right, how much the blanket? Drag it out. Uh, blanket on its own. Yeah, five hundred and ninety-nine. <laughs> You're having a laugh, aren't you? I am. Yes, <laughs> I am literally laughing at your expense. Ah, uh, fucking hell! Just get out of here, will you? Come oh, on, mate. Okay. I'll take my leather jacket off and put it over the crate. Sort of <clears> covers <throat> the top. Um, some of the gaps that you can see um, through the wood panelling, you, you, if you went up and looked right in, you might still be able to see that this is full of drug bottles. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, you have covered up the top. Right, I suppose we better get rid of heavy payload. Yeah. Get pushing then, muscles. <clears throat> our help, a little bit. You push and our, and our plough. How about that? I don't like those terms, but yes. Right, okay. Anyway, Raptor, nice one. I'll be seeing you soon. Get out. Yeah. Huddling your arms for warmth as you race back to the office of Laser Wolf Marketing, and I'd like Steel to give me a uh, stamina roll, please. Seven. Yeah, by the time you get back to the office, your arms feel like jelly and you are fucking knackered. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ, this is heavy. You've done really well. <coughs> thanks, yeah, thanks. That's what I needed just from you, innit? Thanks for that, yeah, really helped me carry this fucking crate. Well, I'll, I'll just make it. Uh, Look, quite the chit-chat, let's just get inside. Good idea. Let me press the button. You you press the button and the uh, doors slide open, letting you into the reception area of Laser Wolf Marketing, where you once again see Margaret, the receptionist. Hey up, Margaret. Hello, Margaret. Morning. Is it? It's afternoon now, Margaret. I, what? Never mind, never mind. We'll just take this box down to our office, that all right? Huh? Okay. Alright, see you later, See you later, Margaret. Uh, I think we should stash drugs in, in boiler room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what happened. <laughs> Boss will get mullered, do yeah, it all and blame us. You don't want to say that out loud, do you? No, no, no. No, look, we put all the... All the... Uh, uh, 
We're putting the payload. Let's call it the payload. Payload, yeah. You can see that Margaret, she sort of turns around and she goes, Another drug delivery, is it? Uh, payload, Margaret, payload. Yeah, yeah. Pharmaceutical company. Uh, Go and take you down to office. All yeah. right. Yep, yep. I I see another one of those, is it? Yeah. Nathan's, Nathan's special pharmacy deliveries. Uh, you know how it be. Yep. I see that he's up to full crates now, is it? Uh, yeah, about that, about that. Us dirt boys' work's never done. Yeah. Well, you have a good... And then you see her eyes just go vacant as all of these wires poke out of her head, attaching her to this computer. Will do, Margaret. Will do. See you, Margie. Right, come in. You head into the elevator and go down to the basement um, where the boiler is and all the rats live, um, where you're forced to work when you're barely um, together. Desks that yeah. mostly have three legs and are propped up by bricks. <laughs> <laughs> and as you get down there, you smell that familiar stench of, like, piss and shit, uh, and you bring the drugs down there. Uh, smells like Christmas. Home, sweet home. Mm. Fucking hate this place. Right, let's put it down here then. <clears throat> right, put it in corner. So yeah, you put you put the box down in the corner, and it's now securely there. So we've blown all our money. Yep. But at least we got the drugs. Yep, that's so exactly what we wanted. That's one part sorted. These cyber surgeon, uh, they work for drugs. Actually, some of them probably do. Right. I'm I'm to thinking we could pay one of them with some of the drugs and in that way we can get both or, or take take some drugs out of there <laughs> don't need to tell me twice put it in no no put it in your body put it in your pocket oh okay for later and then we'll see if we can if we can't uh entice them employ a surgeon for drugs I've got an idea right look you, at me <laughs> you know our boss right of course so he wants either or, but what if we gave him both? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Might, we might actually get that promotion. Fuck. Oh, I could, could do with the extra extra money here. I just fed up being a dirt boy. I'd rather be a cleaner. I'd rather fucking do anything else but this, but Aye. I've got to because it pays. Nothing else does. No one else will have me. Uh, 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 yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, let's get let's get, uh, let's get a move on. Let's find some uh, so grab some grab some of them, then put them in your pocket, and then we we'll go see if we can't find surgeon. Yeah, you take out a couple of vials of the um, uh, of the little spray bottles mm-hmm. and pop them into your pocket. Steal. Then you guys head out back onto the streets. Once again, leave the 11-story black building and go through the uh, go through the front doors. You guys are now stood outside the front of the offices. Mm-hmm. Um, cyberware, Backstreet cyberware surgeons. I can't even. I don't even know where they'd be actually. Can I roll to see if I would know where um, some surgeons might be? Backstreet surgeons. Yep. 17. You know that the city's south side might be um might be the place to go because mm-hmm. this is where a lot of people who have money tend to hang out because there are strip clubs there there's also places where you can buy coke things like this because you bought coke for nathan breckett your boss before from this area got ya. why don't we go back down south sides and see if we can't ask them 
posh types if they know. Get some information. Maybe we can get one of them backstreet cyber surgeons. Come with us. Arrive at the party. Precisely. Okay, let's go. Should we get a taxoid? Uh, My legs are killing me. Well, uh, I've I've spent the thousand woolongs already. Yeah, I'm not spending me fifteen. Let's walk. You start walking again, your feet now aching from all the walking you've already done this morning. <laughs> and after a short walk through the Plex, you find yourselves in the big city's south side. Leafside is what it's called, or as most people call it, the skids. The skids are where you go if you want relatively okay booze, relatively decent quality cocaine and low rent prostitutes. As you walk along the street, you notice the smell in the air of tobacco, stale suds and gasoline and past many groups of gearheads and whiz men who posture and pose against their slick rides as they stand outside the crummy bars and dong houses on the strip. Alright, this looks like the place. Uh, it does. I reckon if we go into a bar, we might be able to talk to someone. You can see many bars actually around. Um, there's one called the Black Pyramid, one called Node, one called Pattern Interrupt. And outside all of them, you can see people smoking uh, m- smoking their Omni vapes, sitting on the sides of their cars, things like this. Cool. Should we go to uh, the Node? Of course, yeah. It's exactly I like, what I, was I like the sound of it. You head up to Node, and as you get up to the front of the door, you can see all the whiz men in their expensive suits, like sort of hanging around, Omni vaping. And you can see that there's a bouncer at the front of the door. From the inside, you can hear this kind of uh, loud dancing music. And the big black bouncer with his two um, cyber eyes eyes you with a big frown on his face. What's up, my man? Five Wulongs a ticket, my man. Okay. Uh, I can't. I, 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 it's fine. It's, it's fine. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's my five. And here's his five. So you hand the guard two um, five Wulong notes. And um, he he lets you in. He's like, bloody hell. I really thought you wouldn't have the cash, honestly. We don't usually have your type in it. My type? What do you mean? Oh, you know, glasses. Uh, oh. He helped me see. I'm showing him the ropes, you see. He's showing whoa, me the whoa, ropes. Whoa, whoa, Hang on a minute. And he, he looks at you closely and he goes, See you in it. You're still Mackenzie. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sorry, mate, but before you go in, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. Want me to take it? Would that be alright, yeah? Yeah, go on. It's alright. He goes, wait there, wait there. And you see him go inside, and after about a minute, he returns with a Polaroid camera. And, and he goes, right, come on, get, do it real nice. Do it real nice. This is amazing. Okay. I remember that race you did against Bacon Jones in a way that you slaughtered him. That was amazing. You, you're, one, you're, my, you're my hero, mate. I don't believe them. I don't believe a word they fucking said. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was a that was a brilliant race, actually. I remember it. I remember it very well. Right, that's it. Get in. Little closer. Uh, a bit closer. And this big bouncer puts his big fat arm around you, and he really hugs you tight. This is the best moment of his life. Right, you ready? Say, oh. steal. Fuck. The picture's really um really uh, awkward because you're, you're in the middle of saying the word fuck as he squeezes you a bit too tight, <laughs> and your mouth is is wide open. And um, yeah, then he's like, bloody hell, he's shaking the picture and he's like, I can't believe it, still Mackenzie, my my club. Any chance we could have that uh, entry free back for no. celebrity? Oh, okay. No, because I took that money off you. Uh, uh, oh. Could I get a couple of drinks on the house then? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just uh, say, ask at the bar, tell him Darren sent you. Darren? Yeah. Right. 
Nice one, Darren. Cheers, Darren. Yeah, just uh, get, get, get a couple of cocktails on me, mate. That's, that's, well, I can't believe it. enter into this club and it's like a dark black um, motif all around with these lasers shining everywhere you see holograms of sexy women dancing on podiums and you can see that the DJ is basically just a robotic arm on a um, pivot every now and again it sort of does a, um, a horns uh, symbol and and uh, motions to the crowd to start rocking and then it'll spin uh, spin new records and things like this and it's quite an amazing sight as you as you enter what? Is this what a club be? Yeah, it is, yeah. Wow! Right to the bar, need a drink. Oh, oh. I don't really react well to alcohol, but I give it a go, I'm having fun. You walk up to the bar and pass all manner of different people. It's like, you can see besuited corporate execs, you can see people with massive mohawks and leather jackets, but most probably all of them are like whiz men and and, and omni-vapors and all of this type of people. But you get to the bar, and behind the bar is a somewhat attractive looking young lady. Oh, sweetheart. Darren. What, what, what do you want? Oh, sorry, Darren sent us. He said he uh, got a, a few drinks on the house. What's your best cocktail? Um, and she, she, she's just like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. And she, she's like, you want the best cocktail? Yeah, but yeah, Darren, Darren's favorite. Okay, fine. And she, she looks kind of flustered and annoyed as she turns around and prepares this lavish drink, pouring from all different types of bottles, and then finally finishes it off with a sparkler in the top. Ooh! And you can see all of these sparks coming out of the top of your drink. It actually makes it more annoying to drink, if anything. <laughs> oh, bit went in my eye. Yeah, I'll just have a lager, please. Oh, I, I just made that for you. Yeah, no, that's for him. He's having two drinks. He's having these two drinks. Yeah, I'll take both. Yeah, can, no. can I have two straws? Strawroid. A couple of lagers. Lager? Do people still drink lager? I do. Give me a personality roll. Five. She, she just goes, piss off, and then just goes to the next person in line. She's like, yeah, what can I get you? A little bit rude. Oh, give me that fucking cocktail then. No, but this is this is my one. Yeah, the other one you tart. No, but... No, but... You, uh, you, no, no, she said they were mine. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll snatch you off him. Yeah, you snatch the drink out. Oh. Fine. <laughs> and I'll de I'll de sparkle mine as well. Yeah, you just you just put the sparkler on the floor and uh, stamp on it, uh, and you can see now that loads of people are just dancing, smoking, doing all sorts of stuff in this club, and uh, the atmosphere is sort of thick with 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 smoke and, and sweaty smell. I like this clubbing. It's good. <laughs> is it? Don't drink that too fast. Why? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh. Well, okay. that's why. All right. All right. Understood. <laughs> Can I try and see if I can uh, spot anyone uh, sort of looking like a kingpin in the corner? Yeah, you do. You have a look around the club, and you can see that there is a, a sofa that contains three people, but kingpin probably not. But although one of them does have his arms around two women, but these guys are basically mohawked punk type people. Cool. Can I have a look around to see if I can see anybody that's heavily cyberwared? Yes, uh, give me a perception roll for that, because cool. uh, a lot of it isn't really that visible. No, okay, cool. 17. 
With 17, you look over at the dance floor, you see there's a man dancing abnormally fast. His legs are just going like crazy. And you know that that's probably the work of cyber legs. <laughs> Got you. I'm no expert, but them legs seem to be moving so fast. I think we should talk to him. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, uh, I think, oh, go on, you, you, you go talk to him, I'll sit here and watch. Let me handle this. I got it. Okay. I'm going to walk over to the, the dancer. Yeah, dry ice. You, you, you sort of navigate your way through the dance floor and, and go up to this person that's dancing. His, his cyber legs moving with breakneck speed as he dances to this tune. Excuse me. The man turns around and he's got this quite large pompadour haircut with sunglasses on indoors, which is always a good look. And he turns around to you and he's like, yeah. I couldn't help but notice your incredible dancing skills. As you don't, as you speak to him, the legs are still going. <laughs> Side legs, are they? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're cool legs. What? 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 They're not would just. You just cool. go up to people in, in clubs and compliment their legs. Uh, mad? I, look, I'm gonna stop and run. All right. Where, where, where'd you get such great legs from? I want uh, a pair. Well, if I told you that fact, I'd have to. If, look, if I told you that fact, I'd have to, I'd have to geek you, you know, uh, it, it, it ain't gonna happen. Between friends. I, I've, I just really I've never met you before in my damn life. You can have a bit of a cocktail. I don't want that, that's a goddamn pansy drink. Uh, is it? I thought it was quite cool. Look, do you like, uh, drugs? His legs stop at this point and he leans and he goes, yes. What about, uh, hold on, what's it called now? What about, uh, mist? You can get mist. Maybe. Can you get legs? Look, let me. Uh, how about how do I put this? These legs are not uh, not exactly legal. Moving at this speed, you know. If you if you if you can supply me with some mist, I'll I'll tell you a place. I know of a place. That's a mist. Look, why don't you come talk to me, uh, my colleague over there? See the big fella over there. You point to you point to Steel Mackenzie. As he points over, um, I'll flash a vial of mist. They call him the Mist Man. You see the man lift up his sunglasses and his eyes uh, are, are wide. Some call him Misty Joe. Misty Joe? Yeah. That's... On account of the mist, you understand? I, I know, but it seems like pretty stupid to name yourself after the, the illicit doings. It would be like, it would be as if I called myself Backstreet Cyberware Legman. <laughs> Look, it's only to friends, you understand? We're friends now. So I can share information. All right, all right. But this guy's got a supply if you want to, to know the leg area. Yeah. Come right. talk to Misty Joe. You walk up with this, with this like, rad as fuck dude. Um, and you see him, he, he gets there much faster than you do. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's, he's there in a flash. And, and, he's, and he's like, I hear you can get missed. Well, fucking hell, keep your voice down. Uh, I hear you can get missed. What's your name then, Sprinty? My name's Y Signal. <laughs> Why is that funny? No, I, I wasn't laughing. Uh, I just remembered that I uh, haven't got a cat. You, why do you hang around with this guy, man? And he, he looks at you, Mackenzie. As well, look, we need a backstreet cyberware person. Your friend, he offered me a deal. He said, you give me the mists, and I'll tell you where you can get some good, uh, good, uh, less illegal parts. Right. Information first. You've seen the vial. I'll give it to you afterwards. All right. I'll give you half the information, then you give me the no, file, I'll give you the rest. That's not what we're doing, all I want is No, it. that is what we're doing. I'm gonna hand it over. Otherwise, I'll go back over there so fast. Do you want the mist or not? Yeah, I want the mist. Alright, just tell me then. Oh. Give me a personality, bro. 14. Alright, alright. Look. Shit. 
Look, I do want the mist, but you better deliver, man. You better deliver, because I don't have to fight you. Because uh, if I kicked you, you're nuts. It would turn into mints. Look, if I hit you, you wouldn't have a face. So just fucking pay up the information. All right, all right. God damn it, I don't want to dis arguing, man. I came here to dance. Came here to dance real fast. And do mist, yeah, yeah. Exactly, and I'm all out of mist. There's this alley across the street from here. Just knock on the green door three times, slide 30 wulongs in, and wait for exactly five minutes. Then knock five times again, and a door will open. And then uh, there's this guy, Dr. Wayhab. Dr. Wayhab. Dr. Wayhab is one word, you stupid. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a real nice guy. Stupid okay. What? <laughs> no, no, that was with someone else passing. They were behind you. The bar's behind me. I finished me drink. Good. You haven't done more of that. What? Why? I want one more. Look at the state of your face. You got dribble. Uh oh. Yeah, but I want one more. It was all sparkly. Fuck me. Mm. No. Are we done here? Uh, yeah, we are. No, no, we're not. You did not hand over the mists, the transaction. Give the man the mist. Come on, man. Give him one mist. Give him one mist. <laughs> I hand him over a vial. He takes it and he's like, woo! And you see him just spray it directly into his eye. Then he runs back over to the dance floor and you see him dancing even faster now. I think that went quite well. It did, apart from the fact we don't have 30 woolongs. We can slide another mist under the door. Seems to be getting us the right way. I like Node. Can you bring me back here another time? Yeah, I'll bring you back here and leave you there. How about that? You guys are now stood outside on the city streets once again. You see the alley that Y Signal mentioned, and it's on the opposite side of the road. I think that's the alley. That is the alley. Right, so we're looking for Green Door. You cross over the street, and walking down the alleyway, you're met with the stench of, well, an Epsilon City alley. Piss, garbage, and that faint smell of copper that's always there for some reason. <laughs> there are Omega Chew bubblegum wrappers, used needles, and Marborium cigarette stubs all over the floor here, all around the large overflowing dumpster. And, and there's a thick wetness that sods the ground and is disconcertingly localised to this alleyway. Nonetheless, on one of the walls, on the side of a building, you do see a number of doors. One of them is green, mostly due to mould, as it's closest to the stinking dumpster, and it does have a unisex toilet symbol on it. The other doors are a vaguely whitish off-yellow colour. I think that's the one. Yeah, it looks like it. Right, so you've got to knock three times, and then put the mist under, and then knock five more times. Okay? Right. Let's I just hope he likes mist. I hope this works, yeah. And then pop it under, that's it. You Fuck. slide the mist under. You don't need to tell me word for word, right? Oh, I'm just trying to help. Alright, sorry. You're not helping, you're being a nuisance. It's that cocktail. It's made me feel funny. I'll make you feel funny. Five in a times, five times now, quick. Wait, you got to wait a minute, he said. Oh, did it? Alright, okay. Sorry, I get excited. I know you're getting excited. This is bloody be the last time I take you to. Can I do the five knocks? Oh, no, you only get it wrong. Oh, Alright. I can hold my. My liquor, not you. But Then you wait five minutes and knock five more times and you hear from the other side We do not accept mist. Look, we need to have a word. Dr. Wayab? No. Yes. You know Legs McGee? The one with the fast legs? He sent us. We want legs. 
I do not know what what you think this place is. Look, we've got a good proposition for you. We want to come in, have a word. And Are then... you lots of woolong? This is a simple toilet. Yeah, yeah, so I need a shit or something. Yeah, just let us in. Yeah. Look, there is a strict password to get into this simple toilet. Is there? We weren't told about a bloody password. Did he tell you about a bloody password? I think he means... Well, you got it mostly right. Oh, yeah. Look, I could give you five, and that's it. Uh-huh. But I want the mist back. Give me a personality roll. <laughs> Nine? No. Come back when you have the money. Look. And then is... you will be able to come into this simple, normal, everyday toilet. Look, mate, look, this is for our boss. Right? Our boss needs someone with particular skills. Do you know what I mean? Who is your boss? We're dirt boys. Okay. See, that's even worse. You're, you're scum. You're dirt boys. This is a simple toilet, nothing more. I don't know what you think goes on here. But there is a strict password to get into this simple toilet. How do I know that you are not, you know, a policeman trying to get into what is just a simple, unassuming toilet? Well, probably you could tell that because I just slid mist under the door, didn't I? Oh, yes. Give me a personality, Ralph. Fifteen. All right, you can come in. But you, you said you said you're going to make me lots of woolongs, yes? Yeah, but we need to have a word with you. Obviously, we don't want to do this in out of you and you in there. We got enough of your cat refuse. Well, stop. <laughs> no, no. Okay, hang on. The door finally swings open, and you're greeted by a man with wild, black, wispy hair wearing a surgical mask and scrubs who holds the door open for you while his bulbous eyes dart around nervously. He stands less than five feet high, and his clothes are covered in blood and meaty chunks. Come on, get inside! Alright mate, fuck it, hold your horses. Thank you. He waves you in, motioning with his stubby arms towards the interior. And the interior is a public toilet. But not just any public toilet, a decrepit, feculent, grimy public toilet with an old rusty operating bench inside and a number of cybernetic parts sitting in a filthy fly-ridden bin next to it. You see cyber eyes, data jacks, bone lacings and mega legs. He's got the lot, but there's something about them. Many of these still have bits of person still attached to them. Chunks of meat just on the end of the things, or little flecks of blood staining the chrome. So you, it is not you that wants the cyberware? No, not us, really. Because you boss. don't have any money, you are dead boys. You don't even have 30 woolongs to slide under a simple unassuming toilet. No, no we don't, but our boss has lots of woolong. Right, right. S- so, uh, bas- look, basically... You, I keep hearing about this boss. Who is the boss? Because unless your boss is Walt Disney, I, I fail to see how... Have you heard of Laser Wolf? Yep. Your, your boss is Laser Wolf Marketing. Yep. yep. And you know Gary Busey. Gary Busey? Yeah, yeah. Ah, Lethal Weapon, this historical movie. Yeah, we got a party tomorrow. And our boss says we need someone with your particular skills. Yeah? I assume everyone at the party is going to be paying me for my services. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big wigs galore. So, if you could just, you know, I oh, know, come with us to the party, it'll make us look good and you'll get lots of Lots of cash. Yeah, lots of, lots of cash. And then, uh, don't forget to bring your knives. Uh, Wait, I don't understand. So, you want me to come to the party and do what? Just hang out, have a good time, drink a blue drink? 
Well, th- that's your cat. You could do this and that, yeah. I mean, to be honest, you'll be at a party. You can do the party you stuff. You can do all that, but we, we, we would like you to put some cyberware on some customers if they require it as well. Yeah. Right, just normal cyberware. Uh, well, yeah. Well, bring, bring it all. Bring it all. Have you got a travel pack that you could bring, a car or something? Have you got a catalogue? Yes, I've got a car, obviously. I'm not a scumbag. Right. Well, could you give us a lift back, my legs hurt. And in the meantime, pack the stuff. No, Come. just tell me where the party is. I'm not going back to your fucking shitty offices. It's tomorrow. Yes. At ten o'clock, so we'd, we'd need you there at about nine. Right. And you promise oh, yeah. there's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I boss said we needed to get someone like you, right? So it's Gary Buse's bloody launch party. Of course it's going to be money. Right, right. Bloke's a legend. Okay, both of you give me a personality roll. Let's see if he let's see if he buys it. Fifteen. Thirteen. Alright. I will be there. Nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Just another thing. Where is the party? Wolf. Get to Laser Wharf for nine. Okay. Ask for the dirt boys. We'll meet you. And uh, and then we'll take you to the party. Alright, okay. See you tomorrow. Don't forget, bring your best stuff. Okay. So the legs, the bone lacings. All of it. Yeah. Right. Uh so if I do not make shit loads of money, you do understand I will send some bad men after you. Yeah, see you there. See you later, dog. You walk through the streets once again, heading back to the offices, and you go up to the 11th floor and through the carpeted offices, trampling street grime all over the carpet. And many of the besuited workers give you lazy, mean looks as they continue to do deals and set shit up, as they say. You now stand outside the office of Nathan Breckett once again. You can hear him shouting something in there on the phone. I suppose we should wait a minute. Yeah, he doesn't like being interrupted. No, I don't really want to... for him to remember about that coffee this morning. And then you see a landline phone get thrown through his um, office window. <coughs> I think he's done. You bloody cunt! You what? hear from inside. What? what? No, just knock, knock. Is it... No, sorry, sir, was that us? Come in. Hello, knife. Hey, boss. Oh, this is the last bloody thing I need. No, we come with good First news. First of all, I get a call from my wife. And now you two. It's good news. Right. So we've uh, acquired the payload. Oh, no, we don't need to call that that now, do we? Yeah, we got... Ah, uh, yes, yes. I found that, actually. Uh, well, we well, got a mist. Um, bit of news. Bit of news. <laughs> um, I've, uh... I've, uh, well... Look, we wanted to see the the effect of, of Satanistic magic on marketing. And I've given your basement to some Satanists I met at lunch. But our mist is down there. Yes. Well, that and I'm, I'm beginning to believe that magic isn't real either. But I was on a lot of substances at lunch. But what about the party? Oh, the mist is fine. Oh. I've taken a breakfast for at lunch. Okay. Uh, what? Your offices have been moved. Right, where are we now? Upgrade, is it? You know the bins are back. Uh-oh. <sighs> yes. Um... And somebody, not naming any names, might have been me, dropped your computers. So they're a bit more smashed up than they were before. Right. 
Well, we came in here for good news. We've got the mist and we've got uh, a cyber surgeon. You know what? A bloody good job. Well, bloody done. Thanks, boss. Look, he's coming to the office to... Oh, oh that's a point. Where's the party? Oh, yes. The, um, the party. Boosie. Boosie. You see him shuffling through some papers on his desk and he's like... It's a place called Arcadia, a nightclub. You're not invited anyway. My driver knows where it is. Look, we need to deliver the surgeon, don't we? Cyber surgeon, remember? You requested him. Back street. You don't remember, do you? Oh, yes. No, I do remember. Okay, yes. Okay, just call him and tell him. Call who? Tell him what? Just call him on your on your cellular mobile phone. And we don't have a phone. You're not giving us one. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, so we'll meet him here at nine, and then we'll go to Arcadia. Okay, uh, let me see here. Oh, um, Eden. Up north. That's where it is. You send him there. You send him there. Make sure it all goes to, to plan, or I'll kill you. Wait, what? All goes to plan? I thought you just needed someone, and that was it. Just make sure it gets there. Oh, just there. You stupid prick. I thought you wanted us to watch the operations. No! I want you to be as far away from that club as possible. I'd have you out in the dunes if I could. So we're not on the guest list? So we can't come to the party? Of course you're not on the guest list. Your presence there would make it as fun as the funeral of my favourite person. Yeah, but I've always wanted to meet Gary Busey. Yes, but has he wanted to meet you? That's the question. I hope so. No. 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 Right. Okay. So time to go. Just another day at the office then, is it? And as you guys turn around to leave, he's like, Oh! Steel? Yeah. Where's that coffee? I'll go with you this morning, sir. I think you did too many drugs this lunchtime. Give me a personality <laughs> roll. <laughs> Three. Do you take me for some goat-fucking idiot? No. I'll get it for you now, sir. Don't forget the cream. <laughs> Fucking shut up. You head out of the office and go around to where the coffee machine is. I'll make sure that it's uh, a lukewarm coffee. I'll add some cold water to it and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, you do, you do exactly that and make a nice lukewarm coffee and walk back to Nathan's office. As you hand it to him, he just goes... and slashes it in your face. That's for talking back to me this morning. Are we done here? Yes. Can we get our basement back? When the Satanists are done with it. Fuck. And how long do you think they're gonna take? Well, I don't know. How much? Do, how long is a ritual? Ugh, it's right. about five minutes. Let's, let's go then. Did you say our computers are in the bin too? They're near the bins. Uh, okay. How long ago did you put them out there? Mm-hmm. Uh, how long has it been since lunch? About six hours. About six hours. But you know that I do most of my work on my computer. We'll do it on paper instead. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm, but I'm a metaverse designer, not a... You sketcher. stupid goblin! What, what is, what's the metaverse? What is that? The, uh, it's like the virtual reality thing that we all work in and stuff. Oh, that! You know, when I put the plug in my head. Yes, oh yes, that's cool. That's where I go to look at porn. I like that. Okay. You mean you do all your work on there? Well, you know I do. I, I told you in the interview. I don't remember that. That was seven months ago. 
But you said I was... Uh, oh, shut up and get out. Okay. Shut up, get out and piss off. Okay. You leave the office and you're now stood out on the 11th floor again. I suppose we better go salvage our computers. Yeah, we best dig them out and clean off the piss and shit. And then I'm going to go down to that basement and then I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go down to that basement and I'm, and I'm going to ask very nicely if them Satanists will... Drek off. That's what I'm going to do, because I'm that angry. Wow, strong words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My computer I'm is in looking, the bin. I'm looking forward to this, all right? Come on, let's get the computers. <laughs> no, you've got to come with me, though, because... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'll come with you. Okay, let's go get my computer. Oh, he's probably... Oh. head down the elevators and go round to the back of the offices into the alleyways you see that next to the bins are just some empty tables um, it appears that somebody has obviously stolen the computer so, fuck even the computer's turned into a horrible looking bit of shit on the floor or it's been taken away I think it's been nabbed oh, right. uh, uh, well I'm gonna go talk to this Satanist I'm not having this <laughs> I'm gonna watch I mean help yeah. You right. guys you guys walk through the um walk back through the building and head into the elevator. Go down once again to the basement. And you can see the door to your offices um in ahead of you and there's been sort of like a goat skull attached <laughs> to the front of it. Yeah. I hate it. I love it. There's a head on the door. Mm. Uh maybe it weren't the best idea coming down here and uh... Uh, no, no, don't worry, I'll open the door for you. I'll open it, here you go. Yo lot! As you uh, as you open the door, the scene that you see inside is that somebody's painted a pentagram on the floor. All of the lights are off, and there's loads of candles, and so and this guy's like, whoa, whoa. All right, uh, what 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 what? Uh, you you should not interrupt this because you don't even you don't even know the levels that we're summoning. And this berobed guy turns around while while several other berobed people still sit on the floor looking at you. Oh, my dry ice companion here has got something to, to say to you. <laughs> well, and the man stands up. He's sort of a gangly-looking thin man with a bald head, but he's got, like, a, a big rope sort of uh, hood over his head. Yes, go on, man. Well, um, see, uh, oh. I know our boss has told you, you know, Nathan, uh, that you can, you can yes, do your... You yes, can... He, he allowed us to use this basement for our, um, our evil rights. Yeah, but the thing is... How uh, dark the, it, passages. Yeah, so, well, yeah, about that. Um, it, it kind of shouldn't, because, you see, that's this is our working right. space. Right, well, I suggest that you shouldn't come in here and interrupt us, uh, lest you get a spell done on you. Okay, well, is there any chance you could wrap it up? Can we watch? No, is that right? absolutely no. not. And you see him slam the door in your face. I'll, I'll knock one more time. The door opens a crack. Yes. Can I just get my desk plant then? No. We uh, sacrificed it. Oh. Well. Well, drag off. And then I walk away. <laughs> he closes the door. <laughs> I, do you know, I do not like them people. I don't like them. Satanists. No, me neither. Sacrifice I mean, my plant. I thought it was all right, you know. That head on the door, I thought that was cool, but no, that weren't cool. And he's he's a big he's a he's a big bald thing. That's what he is. 
Are you all right? No, no. That alcohol's really turned you, son. No, my bloody computer's been nicked. My bloody office has been overtaken by Satanists. And, and, uh, and no, I'm not. I'm a bit upset. I fucking hate my life. I think I've said it. I think you're hangry. I've said that. Yeah, I am hungry. Oh, I am hungry. Do you think we should get some food then? Well, thing is, I've only got five Wulon left. And it ain't payday till at least another month. Look, how about we go to that really cheap place and then ask for scraps? I'm trying to stop doing that. I've promised myself that. No, you're right, I'm starving. Let's go. Huh. We cut to the following day, Saturday, a day off for those fortunate enough. But as per usual, as you sleep in your tiny apartments, the neon lights of the city somehow managing to glare through the curtains, you both receive a message on your work pages, which, on your work pages, which Nathan insists you have on you at all times. The message is written in short pager speak and it reads, come to office, Busey fucked everything, need you, and that's the letter U. You glance at the clock, it's 2am. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Do we have phones in our... Oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you might have a landline phone. Alright, can I call him quickly then? So you pick up the uh, handset and dial Steele's number. Come on, answer the phone. Hello. Did you get the page? Yeah. Good. Are you... Alright, are you getting ready to go? I'll meet you, I'll meet you on the corner. See you in five. You meet on the corner that you usually meet on for, for work, and even though it's 2am, you can still see, see people hanging around, sort of drinking in, in alleys and things like this, and it's just a real scummy place. Um, and you once again head back towards the office, and up to the 11th floor. And you can see Nathan Breckett's there. He's like, you rang, boss, or you paged us. Yeah. What's happened? Yeah. Are you alright? Well, here's what happened. Alright. Um, I had a bit of a meeting with Busey. And, uh, Gary Busey, that is. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, um, we sort of changed the time of the party. Okay, so what time is it now, then, tomorrow? Well, it's today, isn't it? Yes, it was an hour ago. But the party. What? Yeah, he said he couldn't wait, and I took it a bit literally, and so we then we took all the mist, and we went down there with all the employees, all the all the eleven floorers, and um, yeah, he's really fucked up, and um, basically he took all the drugs, and uh, then he went mad and started killing everyone, and um, then there, then there was loads of blood. And the last thing I knew, well, I, well, what I did is I, sh- I shoved the chair in the way of the door and locked them all in there because I, wanted, I needed to get out, needed to save myself. I was shoving people out the way, left, right, and centre. What, and you've left them there ever since? Well, I don't know. All I saw, last I saw, was Gary biting people's faces off. And how long ago was this? It was an hour ago, and I just ran all the way back to the office. I must have shed 20 pounds. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thank you, thank you. Right, so he wants to go find out what Busey's done. He's gone insane. He's gone insane. So do you want us to incapacitate him, or do you... Look, 
I don't care what you do, but if Gary carries on as he is, it's only a matter of time before he escapes. And he's going to get linked back to Laser Wolf. And we're all fucked. A chair wedged into a door can't hold that fucker forever. That's what happens when you mess with Busey. Uh, I suppose we better go sort this crap storm out then, better we? Yeah, we should. We should, uh... Where is he, boss? He's in that club, Arcadia, in Eden, up north. Right. Uh, can we get... Look, it's quite a long walk. Can we get? Can we borrow one of the c- cars? Yes, yes, fine. Take my keys. Here. Sweet. Oh, what? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, right, thanks. Yeah, yeah, okay. But if there's a single mark on that car, I shall have you hung. Okay. Uh, I'm not driving. I will then. You drive. I don't drive. So you head into the car park. And still, you press the keys... And you can see that his car is a mega Bentley. It's one of the slickest, most raddest fucking rides you've ever seen. Wow. Whoa. Looks good. As you press it and get closer, it goes, Hello, Nathan. Um, I'm talking car. Hello. I, I can't wait to have you in me. Oh. What? Oh. Can I... Uh, is there a boot or something? I want to look at what contents are in the car. You open up the boot and you can just see that it's full of shoes for some reason. Women's shoes? It's a mixture. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. I'll close that straight away. Uh, uh, pretend we didn't see that. Fuck. A bit weird. Alright, uh, yeah. You drive and I'll uh, sit. You can navigate. Yeah, navigate. That's it. Oh, are you driving fast or are you driving slow? No, I'll take it. I'll take it slow. Okay, yeah. So you drive out of the, um, the, the car park and... There's no role required as you're driving in a mundane manner. So um, you head north to Eden, to the upmarket part of town where all the toffs and sniff boys hang out. And on your hurried drive, you pass by the stock exchange crammed full of suits even at this hour and the huge Network 54 TV building, many screens embedded within its walls which talk of today's impending doom, but they always say that. You continue for a good few more minutes, and the city's getting ever so slightly less grimy and stenchful as you progress further into Eden, and you come to the club where Gary Busey is supposedly trapped. Parking the car outside, you can see that the nightclub is not a building so much as it's simply a doorway with a glowing sign above it attached to a larger building. Through this doorway you can see some stairs leading down. I suppose we're better. Uh, go. Save the day. Yep, one of these jobs again. Let me just have it. Let's have a little quick look in here. Never been in the boss's car before. What's that then? Glove compartment? Let's have a look at that. Oh, yeah. Opening up the glove compartment, you find a uh, revolvoid in there. <laughs> which is a six barreled gun. Found some heat. You ever fired a gun? I have. Jace, uh, Steel will take the gun. Take the gun. Yeah, so Steel picks up the gun and uh, takes it, puts it in his jacket. Right, I suppose uh, down the steps then, isn't it? Is there any security or anything like that? Or any people, like any punters there? You can't really see can't many see... people hanging around, no. Oh, okay. And, um, it's a bit yeah. quiet for a club, isn't it? Well, because it's the end. No, it's not. It's only three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but it's the end of the party because Busey's kind of crazy. All right. Are you getting out of the car? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your gun ready. I'll get my taser ready. All right, yeah. Let's walk down like movies. No, okay. no, I don't agree to that, that's no, stupid. Look, cool. no, alright. You get out of the car and walk towards the uh, towards the staircase. And you can see that um, as you walk over, Dry Ice is doing all these cool poses with his, with his taser, holding it like it's a gun. Why is it every time we have to do something like this, you go into this stupid movie mode? It's called getting in the moment. 
You should try it sometime. It's called being a pathetic twat. Be that as it may, it's still fun. You should try it a little, you big old poo face. You see that the stairs lead down to sort of what looks like there to be a heavy metal green door. Looking down and looking down the carpeted staircase, you see that somebody has jammed a chair up against the door's handle. I think that's the one. Yeah, it's got to be it. As we get there, um, I'm going to strike a movie pose um, against the door and then realise that I've done it and stop. See? What? No. I saw that. Look, I was just... I saw that. No, it was, it was, on, it was like real life, not movie, but... Oh, tactical, was it? Yeah, yeah, tactical, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Going down the stairs and approaching the door, you now see that the chair is covered in blood, fairly fresh, and that the upholstered parts of the otherwise metal chair are torn in places. From behind the door, the sound of raucous dancing music can be heard. I press my ear up against the door. Can we have a listen? See if we can can hear through the the music music of anything. It really is quite muffled as you guys put your ears on and listen. Is there any kind of vents or shafts or anything like that? Yeah, um, there there is a uh, the, there is a ventilation shaft that you can see just above the door. Ooh, should we try and jump that vent up there? Boost me up and I'll jump in like a little rat. Oh fucking hell! All right, stand on this gun. I ain't touching your feet. You hold the gun between your hands and, and then dry ice stands on it. So, still, Mackenzie, give me a strength roll, please, to boost him up there. Eleven. Yeah, so that's good enough. You you lift dry ice up there and now. <laughs> And now ice, your eyes are now level with this vent. Give me a strength roll to see if you can pull it off. 19. <laughs> oh, I done it. I done, I done it. I done it. Well done, lad. You pull it off and then the thing clangs to the floor uh, in this like dank staircase that you stand in. You can see that only one of you would realistically be able to fit in here. And that's the smaller ice. Right, so get in then. Pop me up there. Give me one more push and then that should get me right up there. Right. Oh, here we go. Give me a strength roll. Fourteen. Yeah, that's good enough. You 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 give him a good boost using the gun, and then you chunt him up into the vent. Hey, that's it. Oh, here we go. I'm up. All right. Let me know when you're done. I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through, see what I can see, and then I'll report. I'll come back and I'll report it. You enter through these vents and and start start crawling through. It's very very narrow indeed. It's like it's like hugging you like a big horrible metal hug. But the, considering the amount of robberies you've done in the past, this is um, this is somewhat familiar. Yeah. And um, you eventually come to the the source of the music, and beneath you you can sort of see this um, dirt, like dance floor, which appears to be rising and falling, and it's it's got these like lights that that are sort of blinding as you've been, just been in the darkness, and you can see down through this like. Um, little vent and you see um, on the dance floor it's absolutely littered with um, severed body parts blood um, heads feet all sorts of stuff it is absolutely horrible give me a will save (laughs) 15 with a 15 um, you're actually okay you managed to you've seen a lot of stuff like this in horror movies before so you managed to stay um, your you managed to not scream okay I'm gonna go see as far, how far this vent goes okay you go right to the end of the vent at this point and what you see now is that you're looking down uh, behind the bar where you can see a computer terminal and a load of drinks and things like this um, many of which are smashed on the floor and the sort of mahogany bar is all wet with um, uh, sort of like um, glass and 
booze and things like this. It is it's quite the sight. With the loud music and flashing lights, is it conceivable that I would be able to sneak down and get behind the bar? Of course. Excellent. Uh, yeah, can I go for that, please? Yeah, so give me a, uh, a strength roll to first get the vent off. Okay. Hey! Oh, 20, correct. You, you, uh, you, you pull it towards you and you do it almost silently as the music ambiently drowns out the noise. Wicked. And now give me an agility roll to... to, um, Hang drop down silently. Yeah. 16. Yeah, you drop down onto the... uh, You you hang from the vent and drop down behind the bar. And what you see is that the club has a glowing dance floor, as I mentioned before, and this lifts and falls and rotates on a huge piston. It's littered with mashed up corporate employees, their blood dripping from the platform. And you see that there are many TV screens hanging from metal supports in the ceiling, and they play looping psychedelic visuals on them, but many of them have been smashed or torn from their supports. You also notice many podiums on which would usually be sexy people dancing, but now there are simply the destroyed, mangled bodies of sexy dancers. <laughs> you also see a few doors on the side of the room leading to toilets, and of course next to that, the well-stocked but mostly utterly wrecked bar that you now stand behind. Yeah, I'm going to duck down um, behind the bar, Yep. Uh, try and keep my head below the bar so I'm not obvious, um, and I'm going to hopefully can, um, jack in, I'm going to use my data cable and try and jack into the computer terminal. You plug the data cable into your head, uh, into the data jack, then into your cyber deck, and then that into the terminal, mm-hmm. and then suddenly your body goes limp as you duck down. <laughs> in the metaverse. Your virtual representation of yourself comes up. And you can see that the metaverse site for this bar is obviously really primitive. It's okay. it's just very basic. Yeah. And you're now stood amongst all these sort of like basic wireframe walls and things like this. And you can see many programs floating around, all of which are mostly just um, to do with pricing and mm-hmm. things like this. <sighs> just gonna enjoy it, Oh no, oh, okay. Uh, right, so I'm going to. So there's many pricing programs, yeah. Um, can I ha- see if I can uh, locate uh, either a security program or any cameras or any, any camera camera connections that I can see? Give me a perception roll. Let's see okay. if you can see one. Free. <laughs> you don't manage to locate any camera programs. I'd like to execute the basic program detect bodies uh, and see if I can locate the beauty. Roll your program dice. Uh, 13. You execute this program while you're in the metaverse, and then suddenly a radio signal gets outputted from the computer that you're now inside of. And it blips briefly over the whole of the club. What you see for a brief second in your brain is a whole map of the entire club. Um, just mapped out and detecting any bodies specifically. Mm-hmm. And you notice, obviously, all the dead bodies. Yeah. But for a brief second, you can see someone in the toilets and they're lifting up the toilet bowl and smashing it to the ground. But you don't manage to see the whole action because it's just for a second that you mm-hmm. notice this. Okay. And you've got this data and then it goes away. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to um, unjack now and um, run over to the door and tell him that Beauty's in the toilet. Yeah, and I'm gonna peg it across the dance floor and to the door, and um, and, and and try and tell 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 still. So give me an agility roll to stealth your way through the dance. Seventeen. 
it's amazing. Um, you notice nobody come out of the toilets as you navigate through this blood feast and you make your way through um, sort of a cloakroom area yeah. and now you're back at the front of the club. Um, but, of course, there is a door jammed on the other side. Mm-hmm. So there's a door between you and Steel Mackenzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, is there a gap below b- below the door? Uh, yeah. Enough to get my fingers through? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to push my fingers from under the door and like wa- like waggle them a little bit see if you notice them because I don't want to shout. But Mackenzie, you now see some fingers come through under the door and start wiggling at you. <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh. With, with my finger, I want to gesture to like come here as if like to say come in. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Look at them nerdy fingers. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> who they belong to. Jesus. All right. I'll uh, unjam the, the chair from the door. You take the chair out of the door and open the front door. Just see dry ice on the floor with his hand. <laughs> I quickly get up and put my finger over my mouth and say, Shit, he's in the toilet. What's that? He's in the toilet. Quick, let's run to oh, toilet. And follow me. Jump over the bar. Come on. Oh, this way. This way. Oh, shit. These dead bodies. Yeah, don't look at them. Okay, and both of you give me an agility roll to run and hide behind the bar. Nine. Four. As you're running towards the bar, you both start slipping on the blood. And it makes these horrible, it makes these horrible squeaking noises. Oh fuck. And then you you, you slip and you're now sit, sitting on this rising and falling dance floor. Then the toilet door swings open. With a heavy footstep, a hulking form bursts on the scene. His rippling muscles, gigantic wrecking ball hands and pulsing veins suggest otherwise, but your eyes scan up and see the wild eyes and terrifying snarl you know from Gary Busey. Alright Gary. Who the hell are you? Your number one fan. What is is this? I love your music. Sometimes you gotta do that to get all the crows out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Do you, do you, do you, do you know what a puppus is? Uh, a, a, a what? A puppus. A puppus. A puppus. Uh, no. no and you see him sort of his hands grasping and, and clenching, and he's, he's like, puppus, it's, 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 it's like a, um, it's like what a, a, a wet, wet, wet mark a dog makes when it sits on a window. Uh, right. Yeah! Whoa! Oh. You gotta, you, sometimes you gotta get you empty the crows out of your heads. Yeah, 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 Gary, Gary, look, you, you might be having a bit of a breakdown. Do you know what fear stands for? Uh, no. First, everybody always runs. Uh, oh. Well, these these people didn't run, did they? But they did not. But somebody barricaded the door and trapped me in here. But they ain't gonna. They they're not gonna keep me. I was gonna smash smash my way into the sewage system. All right. Um. Well. Ah, yeah. Oh, don't you shut up. Don't shut you, up. No. 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 You are not. It's not. It's not your time to talk. It's not. A, it's not a two-way thing. It's not a two-way thing. Who sent you and why? Uh, look, we've, we, 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 we've now come, you may talk. Thank you. We've come to collect you for your party later today. Enough! And he smashes his hand against the wall and you see massive bits of concrete fall down. It's mist. It's mist stuff. I require more of it. You need... You! You you over there! You need to get me more! M- more mist, is it? Yeah. More mist! Um, you got any wolons? Do I have any Wolongs? You see him sort of marching towards you, Steel. And he, he grabs you by the lapels of your leather coat and he goes, Do you know how important this is? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The fate of the universe is at hand here, son! Oh, right. And you're talking about Wolongs! You come to me and insult me talking about money! Well, now you go, you go out there and you get me the mist. Well, you need money. Oh, I'm gonna make a puppet of you. You need money to get mist. You don't know how anything works, do you, boy? You don't know how anything works, do you? 
That's not how it, that's not how it works. You don't know anything. You're just a little, little tiny egg. I know where they make the mist. Shut up. I could take you to the... Oh, okay, yep. Shut up. Yep. Okay. Okay. Now, one of us is going to get mashed into dust. And then one of us is going to die. And one of us is going to do a little, little tiny dance. I'll take, I'll take the dance. All right. Looks like you're getting mashed into dust. He puts steel down and he turns over to dry ice and he's like, My mashing finger is itchy. Roll initiative. <laughs> so steel, you're going to be up first. You can see the big hulking form of Muscle Busey um, marching towards your friend. What do you do? I'm going to shoot him. Give me a missile attack roll. 19. That's going to hit. Ah! Three damage. Uh, you shoot Gary Busey in the back as he marches towards your friend. Do you know what auto-mangulation means? Uh, no. Well, you're about to find out. Next up is going to be Ice. Yeah, I'm going to run towards him and try and taser him in the neck. Give me a melee attack roll. <laughs> Fifteen. Roll your damage. D2 damage <laughs> you stab the barbs of the taser in his neck and pull the thing down, electrocuting him. I'm sorry, Gary. You gave me no choice. Your opinion on combat is all wrong. Just calm down, Gary, and it doesn't have to go like this. No, tactically, the move was all wrong. Why? Because it was bad. I don't know which one of you to auto-mangulate. No, you could just could, stop. Could you show us how it, uh, how it works? No, no. Any, oh. mini, miny, bash. He goes, he goes to hit Steel McKenzie. He swings his gigantic wrecking ball fist, smacking him in the chest. But you manage to absorb most of the blow as you take a step back and he only does two damage to you. We'll be winded there. Stop moving. That's, uh, that's no tactic. That's a tactic. Just tactic stop, is, Gary. If you know, you have to ask the enemy not to move. Next up is going to be Steel. Can, uh, can I shoot him? Seven. That is not going to hit. As you, as you try to do it, he, he bats the gun out of the way and you fire it up into one of the TV screens in the corner. Why are you destroying TVs now? Next up is going to be Ice. I'm going to try and give him a shove in the back and see if he slips on the blood. Ugh, crit failure. As you try to push him, you slip on the blood, oh. hitting your face onto the floor and taking one damage. Ouch. Ugh. Ugh. That didn't go to blood. Next up is going to be the Busey. He swings at you again, but misses entirely. You see him smash his big, gigantic hand into the bar, taking a huge chunk of it away. Steel, you're up. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to go a bit further away, get behind cover, and then get my drone out, my Exocorp hover drone. Yeah, you, you run, duck, slide, duck behind a table, and you pull this little drone out of your leather jacket, and then just cast it into the air like a butterfly, and it begins to fly about the room. Nice. Cool. As that's happening, I would like to take a shot with my revolvoid. Got five. Another miss. You fire a shot into the wall. Fuck. I'm not doing well here, am I? How about this? And I'm going to try and um, shoot him with my drone. Ten. The, the drone whizzes up, fires a shot, and it also misses Gary Busey. It's a comedy of errors going on here. <laughs> well, uh, better luck next time, they say. Ice, you're up next. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like, look, I'm sorry, Gary, and I am a, I'm, I'm a real fan of your music, especially your ham-fisted. Ham-boning. Uh, you I'm, don't know the first thing about art. You are an uneducated monkey of a man. No, I'm afraid I'm going to have to put you down. You killed a lot of people. I did not kill those people. Who did then? Well, uh, they 
put themselves in a position to be killed by <laughs> getting in the way of my swinging. So, so you danced a bit too heavy and then dismembered about 25 corporate No, I types. was practicing combat tactics and they stood in the way of the... God, God, do you even understand anything I'm trying to tell you? Takes the time. Ah! Uh, oh, 17. That's going to hit. Yes. Oh, damn. Two damage. You stab the thing into Gary Busey's stomach and see him like... And then he just falls to the ground like a big, gigantic heap. His messy hair and wild face suddenly go limp as he smashes onto the onto the dance floor. And you see his body getting sort of raised up and lowered by this undulating dance floor. Oh, Drek, I think I just killed Gary Busey. Fucking too right. Well done, son. Well done. I've never murdered anyone before. Well, you have today. Especially by a taser. Sit down. Find a chair. Sit down and just... I need a breather. Take it in. I feel a bit woozy. Take it in. Sit down. Go on. All right. Oh, okay. Right. Do you want to check on Gary? Uh, uh, I suppose. When he comes back down, you've got to wait now because he's gone right up to the top. (laughs) Here he comes. Yeah, look, when he gets to bottom, drag him off. Is he he definitely dead? Well, it looks like it. I might as well check his vitals. Give me an intelligence roll to see if you can uh, check his vitals. Eight. <laughs> you, you you think you can feel some pulsing, but you're you're unaware of. Uh, yeah, he he seems dead. He's not moving in any way. But uh, it's hard to tell in the state that he's in because his his veins are popping out all over the place. Oh it's, it's like there's stuff coursing through him. I think oh. we better bring him with us. Be on the safe side. Drink your fit in back of boss's van, car. Mega oh. Bentley. We'll pop him in back seat. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. What we gotta do about all this d- death and destruction? Torch it. Uh, what you mean, like burn it, burn it up? Yeah. You reckon that? This can't be found out, can it? No, you're right. The boss won't be happy. All right, let's let's get Gary in car, and then we'll light it up. And you guys kind of get all of this, all of this prepped. You um, ch- lug loads of alcohol and flammables all over the floor, and um. In, in, and, and in what is probably one of the worst mornings of your life, you drive back to the office to deliver the news of what happened with a gigantic dead Gary Busey in the back of a Bentley while you drive through the streets of Epsilon City, the rain pouring down. And behind you, in the rearview mirror, as you drive back to the office, you can see the club going up in flames and plumes of smoke bellowing out the top. Ah, uh, job well done. Just another day at the office for the dirt boys. Yep. I can't believe I killed Gary Busey. Uh, that was episode one of Dirt Boy Blues. I hope you guys liked it. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. That was one of the weirdest adventures I think I've ever played. There's gonna be so many outtakes. It's funny because <laughs> it's funny because I, I I wrote that knowing it was a bit weird. Yeah. But it got really weird. Well, was it did. It was us, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 I enjoyed that a lot, guys. That was really fun. That was really, that was really good. So that was um. 
Cybersprawl Classics. Essentially, it's a free um, RPG magazine supplement for DCC, and uh, you can get it online. Um, it's really awesome, actually. Um, it's only two issues at the moment, but it's completely playable in the state. That yeah, it's, in. it's brilliant, isn't it? One thing as well that I used, which didn't come up in this session, was uh, the American Survival Guide. Ooh, American Survival Guide for DCC because um, Cybersprawl Classics says right out from the from the gate it says if you want to um, have new crit tables for firearms use the one in that because he, he doesn't want to because he doesn't provide them already been done in Cyber- yeah, yeah exactly yeah, makes awesome. sense yeah so um, yeah that, that was yeah that was, a, that was an adventure what I, a breath of fresh air coming to like yeah you know, we played fantasy for so long yeah low fantasy as well and now it's like uh, and, and gritty and dark and now it's like the same gritty and dark but it's like you know it's just futuristic as we yeah and that city is just all sorts of strange oh, as well mate, that's, my that's sort fun. of inspiration was I was thinking of like you know um, not like Tim Burton's Batman yeah um, yeah and, yeah and uh, like the later uh, kind of Batman cartoons and things like this and the crow where it's always raining and yeah dark, yeah you know what I mean like things like that style. yeah I like it because the thing it. is is that what it says at the beginning of this book is that it, it, um, Cybersport Classics is it's not um like a polished future it's no, a dirty no. grimy dirty one dirty old future yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and you feel Bleak. that yeah. and you can feel that when you're playing like with the I just picture like you know like smoke coming up from vents and, and yeah. like the neon lights and the and the, 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 the feculence and, oh, yeah. it's just brilliant I've, it, I've, I can feel it in there it's, it's, it's a good it's set. fun it's, it it's good. really fun it was really it was cool. awesome I like yeah. your characters as well <laughs> oh, thanks, they're, they're yeah. good <laughs> and then yeah so James is playing a rigger that's one of the classes uh, with Steel McKenzie um, they're basically driving pilots and the funny thing about this is that you can have land drones which is like a thing I guess but I guess it would just be a remote controlled car but the thing is in this it's called a land drone and a land drone can also have a melee attack so you could basically just have like a a, a bat on wheels (laughs) giant like boxing glove just pops out yeah yeah that that would be a land drone and then Nick obviously uh, the class you were playing was uh, called a console cowboy yes because they don't call it decker or hacker it's called a console cowboy Mm mhm um, and there's, it's really cool the way that works as well because you have um, a bunch of programs you can execute in. It's not called the Matrix in this; it's called the Metaverse. But you also have a bunch of skills you can execute in there, yep. similar to the thief skills. But you can only do it once you've jacked in. Yeah, so I love that's it. that's the sort of caveat to that. It's really cool. Um, yeah, so that's it. And uh, if you want to get in contact, and if you want to get in contact with us, you can. We've got email addresses um, such as three trpgpod at gmail.com Hell yeah! And then we're on Facebook, me, we, YouTube, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So contact us on there. And if you like this show. Um, then please donate on Patreon because we've got a Patreon and that's how we that's how we we uh, you know we work hard on the show and every penny that that you donate gets put back into the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you donate on there, you can become a character on the show, like Doctor Wayhab, yes, which I, I, one oh, of our yes. new pa- patrons. I forget his first name. Sorry about that. But yeah, Wayhab. That was uh, that was one of the guys in the Patreon. Yeah, so thank you, you very were a much. horrible Welcome back alley, <laughs> back alley's dodgy Welcome. surgeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, cheers, guys. Bye. 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 All right, watch this. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. Give me a personality roll. Let's see how well that goes. <laughs> <laughs> that noise. <laughs> I hate this guy already. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, hate him. That ain't a good one. Uh, oh, I love him. Right, let's go. 13. <laughs> 13. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Can't do it. Okay. Right, so what happens is <laughs> fuck okay we're gonna have outtakes okay. yeah. aren't we <laughs> oh we we'll have to we we'll have to okay so <laughs> I can't do it okay it's the northern grumble that makes it funny yeah <laughs> oh shit okay alright gotta compose myself <laughs> take a breath <laughs> <laughs> okay so you <laughs> I don't know if it's working <laughs> no one says so, anything I'm so sorry <laughs> yeah you can get missed maybe can you get legs <laughs> alright now we're t- <laughs> alright you know legs McGee the one with the fast legs. He sent us. We want legs. 